Welcome, everyone, to On The Mark Sports Talk on this special Thursday, Tuesday <laughs> edition in lieu of our regular Thursday show. Uh, I'm your host, Mark with a C, and this is episode number 162 in 162 weeks. We never miss a week. Speaking sports, sports is always there. We want to talk about it. So how is everyone today? Good. How are you? Good. How are you, Mark? I always like to hear you guys uh, say that. Uh, by the way, next week we'll be back to Thursday, June 15th. So from a Tuesday to a Thursday at 7, 8, 9, nine 10 days until we meet again. Uh, just confirmed today, July 6th. That's a Thursday. Michael Pollack. Uh, voice of the Long Island Ducks will join us for the, I believe, third time he's coming on the show. He'll talk about um, the Atlantic um, League and uh, the Long Island Ducks, Daniel Murphy, etc., etc. So put that down your calendar, July 6th. Michael Pollack will be talking to you guys. Anyway, a little quick story. This should be very funny. A few hours ago, I got on the phone with a local car service company. As you people know, I'm, I'm flying to Denver on, on Thursday for a B'nai Mitzvah this weekend with twins of our good friends, the grandchildren. Uh, uh, so first, um, they wanted me uh, to arrange the pickup car aut- automated. You speak to a machine. But mm-hmm. what day? What time? I said, no, no, they're, they're definitely going to screw this up. So I said, no. I said, customer service, want to speak to a real person, please? Okay. They told me to hold on, and finally a real person said, okay, uh, pick up uh, the day, the time of day, the address, and they told me the price, and that was that. So it sounded good. One hour later. I received a text, a confirmation text from this company, confirming the reservation for that day, the time of day, and the address. And of course, the address was wrong. <laughs> oh, God, I'm at a quarter to six in the morning, <laughs> so I'm gonna, you better know where I'm where I live. Uh, without giving you my street, because there are thousands of people who listen to the show. <laughs> Uh, the first part of my address is 63-63A. Mm-hmm. The text said, we're coming to 74-63. Mm-hmm. And, and no way. So I quickly called them back about the mistake. Their mistake. They were pleasant, but couldn't understand what was wrong. I said to them, wrong address. <laughs> <laughs> I repeated the address, and I said, please repeat that back to me. Okay. Remember, I'm 63, 63. And they said, 74, 63. (laughs) I said, no. Can't you understand me? I'm speaking English. (laughs) Numbers, right? (laughs) Once again, they said 73 times. They kept saying 74, 63. Does 63 sound like 74? No, of course. To them. So I raised my What's voice. 
And I went, I went one number at a time. And I told them to write down exactly what I said. Finally, they repeated the, the correct address. But can you imagine that? I, I, I don't understand. Mark, I got stories like that too. Mark, Mark, we've gotten about five packages with other people's names with our address. And one time I brought it to a FedEx and said, you got to return it. It's not, I don't know who it is. And then and the FedEx returned it. Next day came back to us. <laughs> and, and, yeah. I, and I tried to, I tried the person's name on it. Couldn't look them up. It was a common name. I have no idea. One time somebody was shipping almonds. One time it was uh, food. A latte maker. Den- dental <laughs> products. Last week was lithium batteys. You can't trust the, the the Amazon no. people. They can't read. You know that. Don't you, for writer's block, don't, Mark. Don't you use you Uber or Lyft, the app, the Uber application on the phone? I, 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 we checked the prices between the um, um, Uber and um, the car service, and it was a few dollars difference. Oh, but there you go. You're paying coming, the, coming uh, home, you're paying coming home, we take a yellow cab. Mm-hmm. Right there. You can't find these people at the airport. They have trouble finding you. Yellow cake, really? you find right up. You get right in. They, they take you. Same price. Within five, they don't like, I used to have trouble with yellow cabs because they didn't want to go to Queens. They only wanted to go oh, yeah. to Manhattan. <laughs> yeah. So they'd yeah. fight. You know, they would. Yeah, I had that once too. A guy asked me, like, where's Glen Oaks? Right, right. No, you, yeah. They didn't want anything I said, to do I said, I'll tell you how to go. Just get in yeah. the start driving. I'll tell you left yeah. and right. And I'll tell you if, if they come to my house on time on Thursday. Next week, I'll tell you. All right, Gerald, we're up to your highlights report. Uh, 2008 we're up to, I believe, right? Yes, correct. Okay. Sponsored mm. by Roof Shingles. <laughs> Not 74. Roof <laughs> Shingles. Right. What do you have? What do you have? Okay. Uh, 2008 MLB season. These are what I believe to be the key facts about the 2008 MLB season. The awards and leaders, I will name the National League player, followed by the American League player. Key awards. MVP, Albert Pujols, and the great, great, great Dustin Pedroia, Rookie of the Year. Giovanni, Giovanni Soto and Evan Longoria, Cy Young, short-haired Tim Lincecum, Mm. and Cliff Lee. Uh, Batting averages, Larry Chipper Jones and Joe Maurer. Home runs, Big Ryan Howard and Big Miguel Cabrera. RBI, Ryan Howard and Josh Hamilton. (laughs) ERA. Great talent. Great a head case. Too bad what happened Too with him. Drugs, though, Jerry. Yes, mm-hmm. he's a head case. Yeah. Drugs, drugs and too. alcohol. Right. Yep. ERA. Johan no-hitter Santana and Cliff mm-hmm. Lee. Here's some interesting highlights of the 2008 MLB season. John Smoltz. Starter, reliever. Whatever, joined the 3,000 strikeouts club. Greg Maddox won his 350th game. Ken Griffey Jr. hit his 600th career home run. Mark Reynolds 
established an MLB record of 204 strikeouts mm-hmm. in a season. Manny Ramirez joined the 500 Home Runs Club. Ichiro Suzuki established a record of eight consecutive seasons of 200 or more hits in a season. Wow. The Yankees concluded their tenure in the old Yankee Stadium after 85 years. The house that Ruth built was replaced in 2009, of course, with the new Yankee Stadium. Shea Stadium had its run from 1964 to 2008. The following year, the great, great, great Mets started playing at City Field. Omar Vizquel established a new record on May 25th by having played in its 2,584th consecutive game at shortstop. Larry Chipper Jones hit his 400th career home run. On September 8th, the Red Sox set a new record for the most consecutive home park sellout games at 456. Here's a very brief summary of the 2008 World Series. Philadelphia defeated Tampa Bay four games to one in the 104th edition of the series. Tampa Bay went from last place in 2007 to the Fall Classic. Cole Hamels was MVP, and that concludes my report for the MLB season 2008. I forgot that World Series. Mm. Tampa Bay and Philly. Wasn't there something about rain delays or something in, in that there series? There was a rain delay, I think, Fred. And, then, and then they picked up the game the, ne- the next day or two days later or something? I think that's right. I, I, I don't remember all the it was facts. Unusual, right. It was an unusual situation. Yeah. I remember that. Who else? Anybody else have a question? Michael, you usually have a question for uh, Jared. No? Oh, I, I just want to come talk about, uh, <laughs> talking about next year, the 2009, and you should be preparing that year because it's much better. But my question is, in the New Yankee Stadium, how was the Star Spangled Banner presented? We didn't get there yet. That's next year. That's next week. That's next year. I'll forget to ask it next week. So who right knows how was the Star Spangled Banner presented? In 2009, to start the new stadium. Gladys Gooding. Gladys Gooding did it. Nope. All by himself, himself, sitting in center field, how was the national anthem presented? Robin Merrill. Come on. Robin Merrill? Bernie Williams? Bernie Williams Williams. Williams with the guitar. Right. Was that the last year that the Yankees? I just want to wish Jerry good luck and good fortune in in researching all the (laughs) things that happened in the 2009 World Series. Was that the last year that the Yankees won a World Series? No, no. That was the last year they were in the World Series. They won the World Series at least five or six times since then in my dreams. Yes. (laughs) Well, the Mets won 10 times in my dreams. All right. All right, boys, 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 boys. They probably won. Michael was probably playing. Next week is 2009. Michael was probably playing Stratomatic, and they probably won it a couple times in there. (laughs) All right. right. Milton Milton there, Milton left us. All right, so we'll do Milton at the end of the show. I wanted to ask him if he wanted to do it now. I had no beep beeps this week. Uh, So we can move on to uh, this day in sports. D-Day, right? 
Today, yep. uh, June 6th is D-Day. Right. I think there's something in this day in sports that happened on D-Day. Let's see. There are a lot of French Open winners, a lot of Belmont Stakes winners on June 6th. Oh. I don't think I'm going to touch any one of them. But in 1931, the Yankees turn a triple play. <laughs> you Yankee fans versus Cleveland. Uh, in 1934, there was a Yankee name, M-Y-R-I. Is that Mary or Myrie? Myrie Hogue? Anyone uh, ever ever heard of M-Y-R-I? First name, Hogue, H-O-A-G. I never heard of him, and I went to Google him, nothing. But it says on this day, Myrie Hogue, a New York Yankee, had six singles in one game. Okay. In 1937, here's something, and I don't know why this happened. The Philadelphia Phillies were trailing the Cardinals 8-2. to two, And they forfeited. What, they give up? <laughs> had no plans of, of, of catching up? Maybe it was beer night again. And they, I, don't know, uh, I don't know. 1937? I don't know. If anyone could figure that out, why were they? Why did Philadelphia forfeit to the Cardinals in 1937? They were losing, and they forfeited. All right. 19, 1941, the, the New York Giants used plastic batting helmets for the very first time. All right, good for them. Here's the here's the D-Day thing. In 1944, Major League Baseball games were all canceled in honor of uh, D-Day and the landing mm. of the U.S. troops in 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 France. How about that? Man, play. Now, in 1946, again, some of my you older people, almost everyone on the screen here is older than me, except for a few people. But in 1946. The Basketball Association of America, BAA. Was the, yeah. the, what was it? The BAA. That was the forerunner <laughs> of, of the, the NBA. NBA. Yes. Yeah, it was formed in 46 in New York City, and the Minnesota Lakers were the last champs. Minneapolis. You know there were teams that played in the BAA, such as a team called BAA Buffalo. Yeah. But they never played. The BAA Indianapolis team, they never played. But there was a Baltimore Bullets mm -hmm. who played for three mm -hmm. years, but they have no relation to the Baltimore Bullets from the yeah. 60s, from the 70s. Right. The Chicago Stags. Right. Cleveland Rebels. Detroit Falcons. Fort Wayne Pistons. Indianapolis Jets. Minnesota Lakers. New York Knicks. Philadelphia Warriors. These teams we know. But there was a Pittsburgh Ironman. It was oh. a Providence Steamrollers. Mm -hmm. Rochester Royals, we know, became a Cincinnati and then someplace in Kansas City. City. Now they're out in uh, Sacramento. There was a St. Louis Bombers. There was mm -hmm. Toronto Huskies and a Washington Capitals team. In that BAA, they went on to become the uh, NBA. 1965. I think, uh, Mark, Go ahead. I think Red Auerbach was involved with that Washington Capitol team. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Interesting. Mark, uh, does anybody know why? 
The Baltimore Bullets got the name Bullets? Question. Uh, wasn't like one of the wars started off of uh, Baltimore? What was that? Um, Fort McHenry. Fort McHenry. Is that oh, Baltimore? The war. Good. Yeah, probably. War bullets. I don't know. Something like that. I guess. Wow. But they could never be named bullets anymore. You know what? You know. You know what? Fort Wayne was called the Pistons. Yeah, the cars. Yeah, because of um, uh, Fred, the the, the, uh, the owner, Fred yeah, Zoller made it. Factory, Fred right. Zoller's right. Pistons. Right, he owned the Piston Factory. Minnesota Lakers, that makes sense, right? The thousand Lakers, lakes. Lakes. ten thousand lakes, yeah. Lakes. Los Angeles, and they're on the lakes, right? And then uh, it's called water. <laughs> and the uh, the what's the Pittsburgh Ironman? I guess the uh, Iron Steel, 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 Steel. Steel City. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, let me finish the uh, this this day in sports. Nineteen sixty-five. No Tom Tresh, good old Tom Tresh. Yeah. One of my favorites back in those days. He had three yeah. consecutive home runs in one game. Did you know that? No. In 1966, no, no. the NFL and the AFL merged. Yeah. Yeah. 1969. I didn't know this one. Joe Namath resigns from the NFL after Commissioner Pete Rozelle says he must sell his stake. In the man. Bachelor's three. He refuses and he retires. Right, Bachelor's Three. I remember that. Bachelor's Three. Who, who knows the name of, of uh, Mantle and name of? Yeah, look, I was there many times. Yeah. He was there. Yeah. The you name know, of Mantle I used to talk. The name of his company. Well, wait, 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 wait. What is that? Milton, you go first. Yeah. I was Man, there. Don, Don Maynard and George Sauer were there all the time. He wore his cowboy hat. My friends and I used to go there. And to be honest, there was some gambling going on there. They had rooms. Wow. You know, maybe, maybe, maybe Pete found out and uh, said you got. No, I saw it. You know, we walked there. around, but uh, it was a nice place to hang out there. Okay, where uh, was a lot of the? In... Where was that? The east side. It yeah. Was, yeah, and I don't remember the street, but um, it was, I remember it was trouble parking. But we went oh. in there, and uh, you know, we all, Maynard was always there. George Sauer. And I, later on, I don't know, I think I saw, I think Mike Battle was there. Wow. Wow. Uh, Mike I don't know if, wait, Mike Battle, Battle. was there. Or a oh, I don't know. But, um, but no, the, what, you had a root beer there? <laughs> nah, they had great, great burgers. You would have liked the burgers. You're a burger guy. Yeah. Some beer. And, oh, and Joe used to drink Johnny Walker, uh, I think, Black. Huh? Johnny Walker Black, he was sitting there all the time. All right, but, but Joe had to give it up. Well, no, he, they didn't have coach on the team dentist? I remember once, they, it was hard to park that area, very tough parking, <laughs> but we all of us went to hang out there. It was the place to go. You didn't take the Uber. <laughs> no, there were no Ubers back then. You, you could have been your own Uber. Michael, what? The name of when Mickey Mantle and Joe Namath hooked up, what was the name of their company? Mantle Men Nameth Women. Men, men Nameth Girls. Right. Very good. Very good. Can I, I finish, can I finish this day in sports? He's got uh, 1977, the Doobie <laughs> Brothers. Hey, the Doobie Brothers. One of my favorites. The Doobie. Yeah. Uh, sponsored hmm. a golf classic and concert in uh, Calabasas. Is that how you pronounce it? Calabasas. Calabasas. Yeah, it's a suburb of L.A. Country Club and Central Plaza Hotel in L.A. to benefit the United Way. 
1977. 1987, the Yankees played in their 13,000th game. 1990, Cecil Fielder hits three home runs in one game for the second time in the same season. 1990, Stump Merrill replaces Bucky Dent as the Yankees manager. 1992, you know there was a football league uh, called the World League of American Football? Mm. They were called the WLAF. So I looked that up, WLAF. It's a radio station. But I had to go down a few things before they finally told me it was a World League of American Football, and and they had their chant their last championship game uh, in 1992 to see Sacramento Surge beat the Orlando Thunder. How about that for that league? In 2011, NBA draft, UCLA pitcher Garrett Cole is the first. Of the pick, of course, he's picked by the Pirates. And uh, in 2018, LeBron James passes Michael Jordan for the most 30-point games in playoffs. So I guess they were pretty close, and uh, he passed them by. Uh, At that time, it was 109 times of hitting 30 points in a playoff game. And that's all I have for the... For the uh, for the a year, for the a day, June sixth. All right, there, uh, Gerald. So I went on baseballreference.com to research Myrel Hogue. He had a thirteen-year career. He was an outfielder. Seven of seven of those years, he played for the Yankees. Had a two seventy-one lifetime average, and had. Uh, 28 home runs and 401 RBIs for his career. You have a good reference because I Googled him. He came up zero. The, okay. the, 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 the default reference, Mark, baseballreference.com. Okay. All right, Mr. Uh, uh, Michael, your you're, uh, Yankees and Jets ran sponsored by Fish. Fish. Just be a game called Go Fish. Remember that game, Go yeah. Fish? Yep. Anyway, uh, Nothing really much about the Jets. Either they are going to automatically win the Super Bowl or stink or somewhere (laughs) something in between. But there hasn't been much written about the Jets over the last week. But as far as the baseball and the Yankees are concerned, uh, it was very, very strange this past Friday. There was a three-game series, the Yankees and the Dodgers. And I was not looking forward to the game on Friday. Because what annoyed me was there were supposed, in my mind, three batters who were going to go 0 for 12. And that would have been Volpe, who wasn't hitting much, and Donaldson, and Stanton, who I felt should have spent at least a week or two in the minor leagues. Stanton actually only took one at bat in the minors. And uh, Stanton, I think, went one for three during his entire stint in the minors after spending between the two of them almost the entire season off. So I thought the three of them are going to hit 0 for 12. And much to my amazement, Donaldson hit two home runs that game. And Stanton hit a home run that game. That's almost incredible. And that just goes to show you the the anomaly of how you get into a groove. Uh, let's hope as a Yankee fan they stay into that groove. But uh, the uh, the weekend, the Yankees and Dodgers, who the hell uh, would have thought that uh, the Yankees would have won two out of three? 
with Donaldson and Stanton in the lineup. They actually, uh, Boone actually rested Stanton already, and 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 Donaldson. Uh, it's crazy stuff. And then the third game, Judge, who is on a roll, he's playing like uh, was. I'm talking the past tense because I think he's going to go on the injured list. Uh, he walked. He stepped into uh, the bottom of a wall of, of a fence, and he might have either broke or fractured mm-hmm. or uh, bruised his toe. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll be looking in the papers to see how long he's going to be yeah. out. And that's the story about Judge. But as far <clears> as the Yankees are concerned, uh, I'm looking at the paper over here. Some of the little tidbits I could say. Number one, and I re- really recommend this book. We're in the 25th anniversary of the 1990 Yankees. And that was arguably the best season any baseball team has ever had. And uh, the book actually uh, literally proves it. And one of these days when I don't have too much to report, I'm going to read some excerpts from that book. You'll enjoy it very, very much. But as far as the Yankees are concerned, the injuries are just going on and on and on. You know, Stanton and Donaldson was out for much of the season. uh, And now they're back. And Ryan Weber, who I thought was going to be one of their better pitchers, and for some reason he always manages to get everybody out or a lot of batters out with all kinds of junk that he pitches. All of a sudden, he goes down. Greg Allen, who I thought would have been perfect to replace Harrison Bader as uh, a great outfielder, uh, you know, who knows how who knows how well he could hit, but that would have been perfect for the time being until Bader comes back. Bader is hurt, and uh, those are problems. All right. We don't know about Judge. He doesn't really say for sure whether or not he's fine. He'd like to think he's fine, but uh, we don't know. <laughs> Probably after this podcast, we'll see. We'll read about what's happening with him. And uh, the good things is Germain and Schmidt are starting to pitch. And those are the two pitchers who uh, replace uh, Montaz and uh, Rodan for the time being. And uh, we were worried about them, but they're starting to pitch very, very well. <laughs> Excuse me. <coughs> LeMahieu is becoming a concern. <coughs> Sorry. LeMahieu stopped hitting. He's batting, what, in the 240s? One of the top hitters in baseball. <coughs> and uh, there's no natural center fielder, so it's going to be IKF. And out of the blue, IKF is probably the second best hitter on the player, actually player, on the Yankees these days. And uh, all of a sudden, Glaber's hitting well. And that's <laughs> basically all I could say before I uh, stop coughing about my report. And uh, I will stop here. And uh, maybe next week, I, if I have nothing more uh, interesting to say, I will give some experts excerpts of the 1998 Yankees. The uh, there are people who want to comment a little bit. Take a little <clears throat> drink of water because they're going to attack you right now. All right, first, Milton, what do you have? Yeah. Michael, I just wanted to tell you, the reason LeMayo had all that trouble for over a year was because of a problem with his toe. It interfered. He could get no leverage with his hitting. And let's hope that does not happen, you know, with Judge. You know, when you're batting like that, right-handed, you know, you knew that, right? That LeMayo's the problem was not just the wrist. It was the toe for so long. That, um, Last year it was a sports year, year. Right. Yeah, and remember, guys, Billy Dean was never the same. So well, let's hope the judge hurt. is not probably the rules are finding when you get hurt. Of course. You, uh, you just you just made uh, the Mayu uh, Italiano, the Mayo. 
<laughs> I like the mayo. mayo. When he's hitting the way he's hitting, we'll quote well, you the mayo. Go eat at the mayo. We know who he is. We know who he is. All right, uh, Gerald, comment? Mike, a uh, question on IKF, because uh, I don't know the answer to this. He seems to be very versatile as a fielder. Has he caught any games for the Yankees? Is he the uh, emergency no. catcher? He's the third no. string catcher, Jer. He caught. He is. He's the emergency catcher. He caught as right. your early in his career. No, well, not for the Yankees. He he oh, the Yankees. No, no, but for other teams, he caught. He came up as a catcher, third baseman. Okay. Right. Joe, go comment. I love the. Michael, did you did you did I miss it or did you not mention Cortez? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Cortez. You know, that's a yeah. big loss. Yes. Right. Right. And what, well, that, what, what happened with Judge? Did they put him on a on a disabled list? Not yeah, yet. So, see what they want to say yet. Judge yeah. Judge apparently seems very annoyed because in California, I think he took X-rays and they didn't divulge what happened with the X-rays. And uh, he probably just wants to see what's going to happen. But gut feeling, it looks like he's going to be gone for 10, 12 days. Uh, okay. And uh, Stephen, you wanted to say something? No, I was going to say the same thing Joe said about Cortez. He's on the yeah. IL now. That's a big loss. I did mention that Sports Stories by Larry is oh. not here today. He'll be his previous engagement. He'll be back with us next what week. Knife? What knife? What knife? Um Gerald, again, what? Just wanted to mention, I think before, Mark, you alluded to the 1934 World Series and a forfeiture. Oh, yeah. So Why? I, there have been some forfeited games, as you know, in the history of baseball. But Game 7 of the 1934 World Series was in jeopardy of being forfeited when Detroit Tigers yeah, showering the outfield with debris after St. Louis, etc., so it, it, it wasn't forfeited, but it was close to being forfeited in 1934, the seventh game of the World Series. But mm. this was not the World Series. This was in, in June. Oh, and okay. it was the Phils and the Cardinals. So it's a regular thought, game. Okay, because I, I thought the Phils and the Cardinals mm. played in 34. No, no, couldn't. Those are Tigers and Cardinals. I, right, I don't right. think it's the. Um, Right, St. Louis Browns. I don't think they're in the World Series. No, no, 34 was people were throwing things at Joe Medwick. It was a whole big thing. Right. I think he slid into uh, somebody and spiked. Yeah, right, right. They used to show those highlights all the time. On let us move on to uh, Mets moments by Joe, right. sponsored by the Hudson River. <laughs> the who? Hudson River. All right, I like the Hudson River. What do you have? Me and Billy Joel. Well, it was a yeah. short week. Mets played two series. They won the first one against the Phillies, lost the second one against the uh, Blue Jays. Uh, just uh, basically treading water. Um, they they caught the Phillies at a weak moment, and, uh, and the Blue Jays <laughs> were hitting. Uh, and even when the Mets started to hit, the, uh, I guess the defining thing is that they had four homers, all with nobody on base. They still can't drive anybody in, and that's going to kill them. Mm. Um, so they finally did something that I thought they were going to do. We talked about it last week. Uh, when they brought back Narvaez, they finally DFA'd Nito. Mm -hmm. And now there's a conversation going about whether Vogelback will be next. And I'm suspecting he's on a short string at this point. I don't think he's going to last that much longer. Um, 
I don't know whether you guys watched the game that Bassett pitched, but he was absolutely lights out. Yes. Like completely yeah. lights he out. He, he was untu untouchable. Yeah. And, you know, I've, I've said it here before that I thought they should have signed him. And uh, both Keith and uh, Keith Hernandez and Gary Cohn were talking about it during the game. And they were they said they were both surprised. Certainly Keith said he was that they didn't try to resign Bassett, who only got uh, three years and sixty three million dollars, which in today's market is not a lot of money. No. You know, I think that was I think that they, they was a terrible mistake on their part. Do we know what they offered him? I don't. I don't. I'm, I have no I'm idea. I'm not sure if they even made an offer to him. I don't think they did. Yeah, I think you're yeah. right, Fred. I don't think they made an offer. And I think I thought it was a terrible mistake, and I and I still do. Joe, and I think, yeah, I think I'm sorry. Not, yeah. yeah. I, I'm, feel I'm, the same, I feel the same way about the Giants letting go Kevin Galsman. He was mm -hmm. a terrific pitcher. Yeah. Yeah. They clicked. They, I think Toronto signed them for a reasonable price, and the and the Giants could have easily matched. I don't know what happened, but yeah. boy, Richie had them, you know. And and Bassett's a terrific pitcher. Yeah, I know they. I you know I don't think that you know the two games that they were crunch games. I I agree with the you know with with some of the criticism of his that he didn't really have it then. But I went to a game uh, last August with my grandson when he pitched against Wheeler. He just outpitched Wheeler. I mean, he pitched a beautiful game. Mm -hmm. He goes deep. He pitches 200 innings a year or close to it. Yeah. I don't get it. Don't get it. Uh, and uh, that's basically it. That's all I have this week. Okay. Well, a couple of people want to uh, attack you. Let's see. Yeah. Michael. Okay. Uh, a couple of bad things. Uh, next week, uh, I think Tuesday and Wednesday, the Yankees and Mets are playing each right. other at City Field. And I was looking on StubHub, and uh, you could probably get a seat up in the 500 uh, area for somewhere between 78 and and $100. And uh, uh, I'm still looking for the prices to get a little bit less. Uh, I don't know if I want to go without Judge, but uh, I may want to go. But, uh, Joe, before you leave the floor, how about a few words about how Francisco Lindor is doing? Yeah, so I was Oh, just another thing I was going to say. I've been, yeah. I've, it's been my thought, although I haven't said it yet. That he should be moved down in the order, and that's been yes. talked about lately. Or maybe I think there was an article. For a game I think it might have been in the post when they talked about him. And he should be moved down to six or seven for the time being. Take a little bit of pressure off him. Yeah, yeah. But lots a lot of politics involved. You know, he gets three hundred. Yeah. He's he's got the biggest the contract ever in. Yeah. The, yeah. You know. Mm -hmm. Things are not equal, you know. Down, you know, you no know in the animal kingdom, some them. animals are more equal than others. Would you, would you trade that. him to the Angels with a nice package? I would. I would. I would trade him. And I would trade him. I would trade him. I trade him ASAP. I don't trade him ASAP. I'd give him. I'd pay half the remaining salary, and I'd trade him. No one's going to take him. If yeah. they give him half the salary, somebody might. Yeah, they have to buy yeah. Not that batting average. Yeah, the pundits on WFAN were talking about his no. first. Hey, get, get Jeff, you talk again. Jeff. Oh, I didn't want to interrupt anybody. No, go ahead. Uh, the pundits on WFAN today were talking about uh, Lindor's first five years with the uh, Cleveland former right. Indians right. and saying how. Fabulous he was. 
But if you look at the first five years, it was only one year that he hit 300 plus. No, two years, Jeff. I oh, think. two years. Sorry. But everything else was diminishing. Yes. Yeah. Gerald so pointed that I, out to me. I don't, yeah, I don't know where they got their analytics from. Uh, this was uh, uh, on, uh, what was it? That was uh, uh, Tiki and uh, Tierney. Tierney. Yeah. I think yeah, they're right. both full of crap. <laughs> also, Tiki and Tierney are giving Showalter a month to shape up. Right, or ship right. out. Oh, Tierney He's already there. has him fired. That's right. I think that that's, aren't they both Yankee fans? That's premature. That's certain that's that silly. certainly about tyranny, not certain about Tiki. Tiki always down the middle. They won't commit unless it's the New York Giants. All right, Gerald. What? <laughs> Joe, my hope is that the Mets get hot like the Phillies did at the right time last yeah. year. Did the, the prior year. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, they're playing the Braves Maybe so. in, in Atlanta and uh, yeah. The big pitchers are pitching, so we want to see what happens. You know? They'll win two out of three. <clears throat> What's that? They'll win two out of three. I'll, I'll the Mets or the Braves? The Mets. No, I would too, but I don't think they're going to do it. <laughs> Atlanta, Atlanta's, been, Atlanta's been a horror show for them for as long as I can remember. supposed to be inclement weather in Atlanta over the next few days. Um, no. All right, why don't we move on to uh, Howie, your West Coast report, and, you oh. have me, and you're talking about you-know-who, right? Yes. Pum uh, Baby, the death of Roger Craig, age 93, mm -hmm. lived a long life. Uh, what came up originally with the Dodgers, six foot four, 190-pound Pitched for 12 major league seasons, uh, came up with the Brooklyn Dodgers, uh, helped the Dodgers win the World Series in 55 and 59. Also, they won the pen in 56. In 55, in fact, he won game five against the Yankees. So uh, pitched six innings in a, in a game. He was back of the rotation guy. Uh, but... Uh, Overall, his record was 74 wins, 98 losses. Much of those losses came in two years with the Mets. In <laughs> 24 losses. Oh, man, yeah. 24 losses. In yep. 62, and in won 24. 10 games and lost 24 with a 4.51 ERA. But he had 13 complete games, so Casey kept them out there. Hmm. And in 63, he won half the amount, five. Lost 22, 14 complete games, and a, the ERA was, I think, a 378, which was better. Yeah. So, but then they traded him. You know, he went from the highs and the lows. They traded <laughs> highs with the Dodgers, lows with the Mets, and then they traded him to the Cardinals in 64, where he won uh, his third championship with the Cardinals. Uh, after his playing, playing uh, career ended, he developed a reputation as a pitching guru and a well-known proselytizer of the split-finger fastball, which he fought Jack Morris, Hall of Famer Jack Morris, in Detroit. He was, but earlier, he was first appointed pitching coach in, in the Padres in 69, and then later uh, replaced Alvin Dock as San Diego manager in 78. 
he only won, he was 152 and 171 of his two years with the Padres. But uh, what happened was uh, uh, he then joined the, uh, the uh, I'm skipping over something. He then joined the, the, the Tigers where he, he taught Morris how to uh, do the split finger fastball. Uh, and that was under Sparky Anderson. Giants, who had lost uh, like a hundred games in '84, uh, uh, got rid of got rid of Jim Davenport as manager and hired uh, Roger Craig. And Craig played the kids in '86. Uh, rookies were uh, Will Clark and uh, what's his name, uh, Robbie Thompson started, and they improved by 21 games over the previous year. And then in 1987, the very next year, the kids won the National League West title, their first division oh, crown in 16 years. Two years later, they won the National League pennant, although they were swept by the, the A's. But... Uh, the 89. He, uh, he was a pretty darn good manager. Uh, he... Compiled the record with the Giants to 586 and 566. And uh, after a few years, after 92, when the, the team was sold uh, to the Safeway Group, which saved the Giants from keeping them from moving to Tampa Bay, uh, they let him go and they hired uh, Dusty Baker, who was one of his coaches. Uh, and then uh, Craig retired, and that was like 30 years ago. So he was only. 63 when he stopped uh, managing, which is pretty young these yeah. days when you come in and yeah. manage uh, working. But I know he retired down uh, in northern San Diego County and had a very nice home in Rancho. Ooh, or, Mirage? No, Rancho Gamanga, I think, or something. <laughs> One of those Rancho things. But uh, really nice uh, guy and uh, and, but the important thing is, uh, a lot of you Met players remember Mike Scott. Yes. Didn't yeah, want oh yeah. It's Mike it's Scott. Well, that was thanks to, to Roger Craig, who taught him to split finger fastball. Oh, so wow. It was like an illegal pitch. Uh, so uh, He also told him how to gum up the ball, I guess. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> but he could not hit him. But he, he probably learned it from Richard Rowe. In... In, in baseball. So yeah. I I believe it was nineteen sixty-three, the second year, as he was accumulating all those losses. <laughs> if you recall, his uniform number was a thirty something. I think that was changed to thirteen, 30. I think. He changed to thirteen. Yeah, yeah. To break oh, yeah. his uh, his losing streak. <laughs> I don't know how long he kept it and if he went back to the higher thirty number. I think it was thirty eight or thirty nine or something one of those numbers. Did it work, Mark? No, of course not. <laughs> 10 and 24 and 5 and 22. Okay. Uh, a couple of people want to comment. Uh, uh, Gerald, go ahead. So with Roger Craig's passing, there are now only two surviving members of the 1955 Brooklyn Dodgers, including Sandy Koufax and Oisk. 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 As in Erskine Street on the Bell yeah. Park. That's right. <laughs> And one less original Met. 
Right. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that's what I thought you were going to say. Right, Michael, first, can. Michael. I just want to ask that Robbie Thompson that you mentioned is that the current manager of the Philadelphia no. Phillies? No. No. Different no. Robbie Thompson. I, I just want to say this that he was hired by the Tigers for 84 and they had the lowest ERA ever. Do you remember that team? The team went off and was like 35 and four. They just. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They just ran away with the division. And so his, his, his tenure in Detroit came to an end that the front office refuses request for a raise. So he says, oh, I'm retiring. Mistake. But then the following year, Al Rosen hired Davenport to replace, uh, hired uh, Craig to replace Davenport as manager. So. Boy, Al Rosen. Yeah. All right. Thank you for that. Uh, Joe has a comment. Yeah, not so much on what uh, Howard said, but a couple of things from before. I was going to say about Lindor. I think they. Uh, I think it was a uh, vanity move on Steve Cohen's part. I don't think it came from the front office. I think yeah. he. I think he. I think he wanted to make a statement, and I don't. In re- retrospect, I think it was way out of line. And the second thing is nobody mentioned that. Uh, the Grom was moved from the ten day yeah. list to the sixty yeah. day. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to that. that. Today. We haven't touched baseball yet. We haven't touched the crux of baseball yet. We haven't. Howie, with that. Yeah, uh, how's Correa doing with the Twins? I heard he had plantar fascists on his on his feet. Uh, fasciitis. Fasciitis, but uh, it looks like he's oh, yeah. playing well. I guess. Team is uh, playing well. Yeah. Yeah. Team is first place. First place. All right. Uh, thank you, Howie, for that report. Uh, uh, the other Michael uh, reporting from um, District of Columbia. He's on vacation. He told me he was in Vermont and he's going to Israel and Jordan. So he'll be back with us in a few weeks. <laughs> okay, Fred, we're up to your NBA and NHL reports. Okay. And sponsored by Suntan Lotion. All right. <laughs> NBA report, we, we got a series. Yep. Miami yes. came up and uh, had a great fourth quarter. Miami's looking good. Denver was looking good in the first game. And now it's anybody's series. Yes. It's, you know, the, the Heat, you know, came back. They played a very good game from not playing well in game one, which I guess maybe, I don't know if it was surprising or not, but the fourth, but they really look good in the fourth quarter. They're hitting their shots, going, you know, driving the ball, getting getting to the foul line. Just just did everything right. And they're in a good comeback. They're and, and like, like I said last week, to think they were two minutes away from not being not even being in the playoffs to where they are now. And uh, so we'll see tomorrow night. Looking forward to it. I I personally. You know, I'm not. I mean, I like to see great series. I, I personally like to see seven games because I always like to see a game seven. Mm. But well, we'll see. And hockey looks like Las Vegas is dominating, from what I can tell. And also another basketball. Julius Randle had surgery on his ankle last week, but he's expected <clears throat> to be ready for training camp. In a couple of weeks, we got the NBA draft. The Knicks have no picks. The Nets have back-to-back picks. I think it's 21 and 22. We'll see what goes with that. And coach, it's been you know, coaches have been hired around the league. Uh, Frank Vogel is going to the Phoenix. Monty Williams is going to Detroit. 
And, uh, Celtics are retaining their coach. And let's... Nick Nurse, where did he, he went? To... Uh, he went to Philadelphia. Oh. Right. And the coach of Milwaukee, uh, Budenheiser, is still out there. I don't know. If, I don't know if there's any opening open jobs, you know, left. I don't remember. Hmm. Interesting. That's, that's about it in basketball. So okay. I'm looking and forward I, to the to the rest of the series. And our buddy uh, Ira <laughs> goes from town to town. He sends me pictures. Yeah. I send them on to you. Do you want to see those pictures or not? I mean, yeah, I, I, I could just sit on them, but he yeah. sends them, so I figure I'll send them to you guys. No problem. I, I like send, them. I send, you oh. know. If you don't want it, just tell me. I'll, I'll yeah. from my list. All right, Michael. I just want to say to Fred and the rest yeah. of you with the NBA, yeah. uh, speaking of somebody who lives up in the uh, high country uh, every July and August, whenever – we come home, if you're living up there, if you're spending a lot of time mm. up in the mountains up there, when you come home, you actually feel stronger. I know mm. as, as a runner, I run mm. better. And if I play sports, I play better for maybe a day mm. or two. That's how you feel when you come back to uh, level ground. And I just wonder, <clears throat> next uh, game tomorrow, it mm. might be a great game. These guys must they, – they might – feel stronger mm. and the effort might be greater than anything you'd ever want to see considering yeah. that they're two great teams. So yeah. uh, you can anticipate that, I think. I'm hoping for a great game. Yeah. I'm hoping for it. So we don't see um, the Florida, the two Florida teams uh, winning the championships this yeah. year. Oh, and one other thing about hockey, according to the post today, the, the Rangers are down to two candidates. All right. Yeah. One guy I don't understand this guy's name is John Hines. He's coached nine years, coached with the Devils, Predators, has never gotten the team past the first round of the playoffs. And Peter Lavalette, who's coached numerous teams, did win a Stanley Cup with Carolina. I mean, I, I, I mean I'm mean, i not a hockey expert. I don't know. Maybe somebody knows. I, I, I really don't know why they fired Gallant. I mean, he, got, he did get him to the conference finals, you know, last year. Okay, they got knocked off in the first round of the Devils. This year, but I, I, I there's something going on. With he the had world, a big fight with Chris Shirley. That was, yeah. yeah, sorry, what? He had a he, uh, Gallant had a big fight with Chris Jury. Yeah, like yeah. nose to nose, uh, that type of stuff. I guess. Yeah. I mean, I, th I think, I think the, I think they're interested in Hines because he was Chris Jury's college uh, teammate at uh, where did he go? Boston College, I think. Boston University, one of those. All right. I, I want to interrupt you for a second. I just got buzzed yeah. on my watch here. Two-time Cy Young winner, Jacob DeGrom, will undergo Tommy John surgery. Three times. Oh, this is the third time? Oh, I thought it was three third time. Yeah, he's yeah. had it three times. Oh, uh, yeah. so that, that, that means it's almost gone for a whole yeah, year. Yeah, shame. Good so trade. Good trade. Making the Mets look smart, though, right? Buzz me. My, my watch just buzz me. I yeah. had to tell you that. All I right. Hope, like a bullet. News bulletin. Roger, how are we having a What's up, Roger? Yeah, just, uh, just tagging along what Fred said about the uh, the NBA. Yeah, I mean, the, I think the first game, the Heat only had two free throw attempts. Yeah. yeah. And, 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 and Spolster wasn't complaining about the referees. He says, maybe we, maybe we would have got maybe a few more. 
But he says, but we didn't drop, weren't driving the ball to the basket. They were just taking the outside shots. Yeah, that's and, you know, and Jimmy Butler only had 13 points. Yeah, right. Their, right. their three-point shooters were terrible. Right. I mean, right. And Jokic played a great game, and Murray, Murray played a great game. And the, the series will be over the next time we meet, I believe, right? Yeah. Uh, we go on, every other day? I'll tell you in a second. Well, it's, it's, it's close to it. It's, and hold on. The, the, Big difference, Fred. It looked like yeah. Jokic only had four assists in the second game. Yeah, that was the That's big right. difference. Yeah, that was. All right, Joe, you got a comment? Yeah, I was just going to say about that. Uh, apparently what Miami did, according to at least some of the analysts, is that they decided to not let Jokic uh, pass the way he right, had right. been. They let him score. We scored 41, I think. But he, yeah. as you said, he only had four assists. Yeah. And that was the big difference. Yes. Otherwise, Howie. he gets a triple-double like every yeah. game. They, yeah. they, what, what Joe just said, they were – I was watching some program, and they were analyzing that, and they said exactly that. Whenever Jokic yeah. scores 40 or more points, they lose. And they're willing yeah. to do that. Because otherwise, Jokic, if they allow Jokic to right. be the point person. He's an unbelievable uh, passer. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's, it's un unbelievable. It's kind of yeah. like what the Warriors do with when yeah. Draymond's there. Yeah. Draymond serves and throws it yeah. to Mark, Curry and Thompson or whatever. Mark, Mark they answer. Games, Go ahead. It's like totally different teams. Can't believe yeah. it. Yeah. Now yeah. I, I have more faith I've... in the Heat possibly winning this series. Mark to, answer, Mark, to answer your question, the next time we meet that that night is Game Six, Game six. Seven, Game Six is Father's Day, the night of Father's Day. That's right, six p.m. Wow, yeah. stretching right, that right. baby yeah. out. Yeah, they right. are, yeah, yeah, they are. It's like every three days. Michael, yeah, I just want to say to Fred, love you. I think it's a retread, and I hope the Rangers do not get him. And the Rangers and what they do in the front office is very, very mysterious. Of course. In my mind, one of my favorite all-time members of the New York Rangers personnel was John Davidson, and he yeah. was dismissed. I can't even understand why they dismissed him. I don't Davidson, know. Either. I know. There was a real good reason because of, of, the, of the way uh, the Capitals beat the crap out of the Rangers in the playoffs. It was Tom Wilson. <laughs> Remember? Oh, they ended that season at that year. And uh, that the Rangers never fought back was the reason that Jim, Jim – uh, What's his name? Um, Dolan. Uh, Dolan. Jim Dolan. Yeah, he went nuts and took it out on uh, JD yeah. and I Jeff Gordon. That's crazy. All right, let us uh, move on. Looking at Stone's an idiot. Everybody. You know, yes. <laughs> let's let's leave Madison Square Garden and go okay. to the Mets and Yankees and baseball stuff. The Mets are thirty and thirty. Right yep. now, right where yeah, they belong. I, I just hope oh. they won't be thirty and thirty-three. They're part of the thirty-thirty club. <laughs> Yankees are thirty-six and twenty-five. Both teams are in third place. The Mets are five and a half out. The Yankees are six out. Okay. Um, did any of you guys see the um, induction ceremony on Saturday at City Field? Yes. Let's induct Gary Cohn, Howie yeah. Rose, Howard Johnson, Al Leiter into Ooh. their Hall of Fame. Anybody watch it? I yeah. missed uh, I missed yes, Howard sir. Johnson. I saw the yeah. other one. Yes, sir. Nice. They, sh they showed the crowd at that point. Of course, it was no. before this regularly yeah. scheduled game at a certain yeah. time. And the people had to know there were going to be a ceremony. The fan The stands were empty. You're right. And yeah. Why did they show, keep showing the stands 
if the stands are empty. Mm. <laughs> I wonder if someone got fired on that. For that reason. That's how Red Barber got fired. Yeah, I know, I know. Oh, look at all these empty seats. <laughs> Shame. Anyway, nice speeches. It brought a tear to my yeah. eye hearing all those stories. I could uh, uh, relate to them. They both said Howie Rose and uh, Gary Cohen as kids. They went to Shea Stadium. Upper deck. They yeah. sat in the upper deck. I sat I, in the upper so deck. So did I. For a dollar so thirty, we go in there. That's right. Sit where you want to sit. They didn't, give, they didn't give you a seat. You just go up there and find I, a seat. I think it was anything above row H or something. Yeah. Like that. Wow. That we I did that, that all the time. All the time is right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have, I lived in Brooklyn. They used to have buses. They went command buses from my neighborhood right to right oh, yeah. to Shea Stadium. Really? Yep. Wow. Avenue, Avenue H and Utica Avenue. Wow. They would, they would... had a great speech. He went on and on and on. He he's he don't he don't shut up. No, no. <laughs> he has a lot of energy. Yeah. Howard Johnson was right to the point and all that stuff. But the, very nice and uh, so deserved. Everyone's talking about who they're going to put in their Hall of Fame next. What numbers they're going to retire next? Who the heck knows? Art Shamsky was there with Eddie Cranepool. Yeah. Eddie Cranepool's number should be retired. The man was a Mark, lifetime, yeah, lifetime yeah, met. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, comes back Mark, all the time. Daryl have been on the premises. Oh, I'm sorry, what? You think Doc and Daryl should have been there? I know they were both in the Hall of Fame. Maybe they're not in their Hall of Fame. You know, you asked about who they should put in the Hall of Fame. How about Bud Harrelson? Yeah, there's a lot of names. Especially you know, now, especially give, it, now. Give, it time. give it time. You know what I mean? You just can't no. do it every time they play a game. Put somebody. No, else but in. Buddy may not be no. around that long. He's that's got why I said that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. right. That's true. Well, yeah. the Mets are are working Ronnie Maurizio in left field. Did he get hurt? Remember, yeah. he's he, yeah, he's he natural shortstop. Yeah. And we thought that Lindor is not going anywhere at the moment. <laughs> They fiddled him around second base, and now they're working him on the outfield, trying to find a place Good. to bring him in. Is, is, he, is he playing, though? Because they, they said he had he sprained his ankle the other day. Yeah. 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 Well, I don't know. Um, they, they, today, again, on the radio, they were talking about uh, Jeff McNeil. Uh, like, yeah. like Buck has a different lineup every day. No one knows where they're batting. And they said, why did you rest Nimmo on Sunday with an off day on, on Monday? Yeah, I heard that. You know, heard. That was a stupid thing. And yeah. I don't know if he's being told by Billy Epler. It seems Epler is getting the uh, uh, the first scolding for doing things wrong. And oh. it comes down to Buck. Uh, I don't know. I don't know about Jeff McNeil. Yeah, the top hitter in baseball last year has been batting all over the batting order. Right. Yeah. Places. Well, he's trying to put together a lineup that'll yeah. work. Nobody's I, nobody's hitting. I n- never understood why beginning of the year they had McNeil batting sixth. I mean, the guy's the batting chance. He should be up, he should been up there. Like, uh, Show Walter has a reputation to overthink the game. I remember when he was managing the Yankees. Uh-huh. So there was a uh, argument last Thursday, I, I believe. And. Did we see the game on? Did they play last Thursday when the Mets won? Thursday, Thursday afternoon. During that game, let's see. uh, Max Scherzer got into an intense discussion about the pitch clock. He keeps complaining uh, about it still. Between innings, it seems that the catcher Francisco Alvarez made the last Uh, out, 
yeah. And it was slow putting the gear yeah. on. And then when Max was warming up, they didn't give him the full eight pitches. They only gave him seven. And the other said play ball, and Max was pissed. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. He's a pretty intense guy. But, you know, so, like, Max said, you know, listen, show a little discretion. You know, I'm a pitcher. I need my warm-up pitches. And if the clock runs out, too bad. Remember years ago, they would have somebody come out and warm up the pitcher. Right. Yeah, they don't do that anymore. They wait no. for the catcher. You never see a, a, a stranger or you know a non-player go out there and catch yeah. that pitcher. And the umpire said, "If if no. I break the rules for you, Gets I'll have to break the rules for someone else, and, and I'll get yelled out by Major League Baseball." But but, but, the, right. but the point is, in the in the time that he took to speak to the umpire, he could have thrown the pitch. Could have thrown really, five and, he, and that's what he said. Was it said? It will take one one second more, two seconds more. Freddie could have thrown five more pitches. Yeah, this <laughs> clock is going to drive people crazy. Have more arguments. I'm telling you, the games may be quick. I mean, they started they start twelve or uh, one o'clock by four o'clock during our show. The, the game's over. We know yeah, that. Yeah. I, I, like I feel that. I feel for these pitches. Uh, what about like, the batters? The batters. What I mean, about when a batter gets called out in a crucial game at a crucial moment? Let's see what happens then. Yeah, uh, I, I don't remember if it was a crucial moment, but I think it was one of the games against Toronto. Didn't, didn't Nimmo get called out on yep. strikes? Yeah, he I, did. I, I don't remember the situation, but he did. You know, you have to be in the box and look at the pitcher with 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 eight uh, seconds to go. Yeah, no, I know that, Gerald. I just did some research. This will be Jacob Degrom's second Tommy John. Oh, no, he had it. He had it years ago. This is his third. Yeah. His third. Yeah. This is his third. Yeah. Two, two during major leagues, and he had it when he was a, a younger kid. Okay. Maybe when he comes back, he should throw a little harder. Okay. So Noah Syndergaard. Noah Syndergaard with the Dodgers. <laughs> he was quoted as saying last week, "He's the weakest link." <laughs> On the Dodger pitching staff. He's yeah. embarrassed the way he's been pitching. That's <laughs> no a good thing. Collect, you know, go to the bank and cash your check. Chris Sale is back. Yeah. Yeah. It's bad for him. Yeah. Other yeah. inflammation again. We haven't heard Tommy John again. Yeah. But I wouldn't be surprised down the line. He'll be out again. And you, no. you have to feel for Steven Strasburg. Yeah, I know. <laughs> he I may know. never pitch His career again. may be over. Severe yeah. nerve damage at 34 years mm. of age. He signed that contract. I don't think he has cashed his check. He never really he came back. His check. He never came back, right? Nope. Not really. He pitched a little bit, but. Yeah. And how about uh, Liam Hendricks? We talked great. about him last week. Nice. Great week story. And uh, came back from uh, lymphoma. He got his first win Please. over the weekend on. National Cancer Survivors Day. Wow. Now, this is a movie. Yeah. This is definitely a movie in the works. Yeah. <laughs> and then a couple more things. Lewis Arise. That you know what he said? Arise. Arise. He's adding three ninety nine. Right. Three for four. That's amazing. Guys, best hitter in baseball. You said and he hit it. And he's won. done this in both leagues now. That's right. Than anybody won the last Minnesota last year. Won in the uh, right. American League last year. If he wins this year, it'll be the first time ever back to back. Right? You said that. Wow. Yeah. First. He, yeah. First. First back to back in each league. He's hitting yeah. 150 
points higher than the average of major, major league baseball. Jeez. Is, what was the last time somebody was that high in June? We know. Ted Williams, I heard. You've got, regular, sure you got a regular player like um, Schwarber's batting 170 or something. That's yeah, insane. <laughs> I saw that the other day. Everybody, half the guys are below the Mendoza line. I, I think Tony yeah. Gwynn flirted with uh, the four. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he, Brett he, did also. Brett did also. This guy's like uh, a hit machine. What a hitter. And, and this, this guy has been hot the last few games because I've been following him. And last week he was down, quote, down in the three seventies. He's been really the last few games. He's been like unbelievable. What position does he play? He plays second. He plays second first. He plays first and second. He's second base, but he also, he can also play first. Wow. I'm, I'm why did the twins? Why did the twins trade him? Well, who they they got that pitcher? They, did, they got a pitcher, oh, yeah. I think. Oh, that guy Lopez. But, Lopez. Um, yeah. Yeah. Still. I don't know. Would you get a? I like let the keeper hit a, a posting trading for a pitcher. Again, I mean, they usually the, the, you're right, Mark. They usually don't yeah. play trade an everyday player. And, 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 and the Marlins are really playing well. There, you yeah. know, yeah. the, the, the Mets know. better Mets better be concerned about them too. But Carlo yeah. Colon finally signed his retirement papers. Really? <laughs> he wanted to be fifty, and he waited till he was fifty years old to sign his particular papers. <laughs> Have a nice retirement, Bartolo. Um, we said that a couple of weeks ago. I'm, I don't know what they have now, but uh, uh, Kenley Jansen and Craig Kimbrell both hit the 400 number in yeah. number of saves. Mm. And who's above them? You want to list the people who are above him? The all-time leader in saves is Mariano. Who's two? Uh, Lee Smith is up there. Lee Smith is number three. Billy Wagner. Billy Wagner's got to be up there. Billy Wagner is number three, four, five, six. How about Raleigh Fingers? Not up there. No. Bruce How about Smoltz? Smoltz. Smoltz is not up there. Francisco Rodriguez. Oh, yeah, right. He won't think twice about it. Has 437 saves. He's in fourth place. Johnny Franco, 424. Pretty good. You know... We talk baseball. You know, if, if I asked you right now, don't do it. But if I asked you right now to tell me 10 baseball players who are playing right now. Yeah. Nobody would mention Alex Call, Jonathan Davis, Ben Lively, Kevin Newman, Adrian Hauser, Eduardo Julian, Zach Schwartz, uh, Jack Short. What's my point? The point is, it's a lot of kids, a lot of kids in baseball. You know, years ago, a list like that would never, would never be. You would know every player on every team, especially when well, you years ago. Yeah, when well, I was a kid, there were only sixteen teams. It was easy. Yeah, yeah. 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 So everybody collected baseball cards. Yes, right, right. You know, Bowman, Bowman puts out a set. You know, there's tops. There's upper yeah. deck. You guys clear. Yeah, players. Right. Bowman puts out a set oh, every year of these kids. The whole set is kids. <laughs> so these really? are the rookie cards. These are the cards you save and you put them in hard plastic because maybe one day they'll hit the jackpot. Things yeah. like that. Did you hear Steve Garvey might be running yeah. for senator? Yeah. As yeah. a Republican. In Howie State. In Ooh. California. Is that right, Ooh. Howie? Yeah. <laughs> and the thing, the thing about California is 
uh, it's an open primary. So the top two get to face each other in a general election. So it's usually two Democrats, but if Garvey runs and he runs like a moderate Republican, he could get the he could get the Republican nomination, and who knows? This is for Feinstein's. Uh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah she's when, she, when she retires, right now, yeah. uh, Adam Schiff, uh, what's her name, uh, the congressman in uh, in Orange County, uh, Karen Porter, Katie Porter, Katie Porter, Porter, Porter. Katie Porter and Barbara Lee, the ultra liberal in Oakland, mm-hmm. uh, are, have announced. Uh, what about but, the governor? No, he doesn't want to be. No, no. No, I think he should run for Newsom's president. Waiting Newsom. his turn probably for twenty twenty eight, going for president. Mm. I I would love for Newsom to take. I just mentioned this to my wife. <coughs> I would love for Newsom to do a, a Teddy Kennedy and run against Biden this year because I just don't want to see another Biden Trump uh, no. uh, election. No. Mm-hmm. Will. We will. Right now. Right now. Roger. Yeah, I think I think Joe was first. Yeah. Roger. Joe, go ahead. You were first. I just want I just wanted to say about about the Mets um, the uh, ceremony. Uh, Howie Rose thanked his doctor. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, we, you know, he never he never said what was wrong with him, but he was no. sick last year. He missed a whole bunch of games. Stage so. four, stage four bladder cancer. Was it? Is that what he had? Yeah. Had bladder cancer. They created a. They created an artificial bladder for him. Oh. They, I didn't know that, but I know he was. He was pretty sick. Yeah. Okay. okay. So I thanked the doctor. That was really nice. All right, uh, Roger. Now. Yeah, just a quick point. Uh, the whole thing with Degrom. I mean, in spite of him being hurt, the, the Rangers are what thirty nine and twenty. Yep. With more wins That's than they nice. had in those two years. They went to the, the World Astros. Series at this time. Right, right, right. Carol, thirty four and thirty three. So it's it's kind of interesting. Playing very two, well. Two things. I have a theory that Jacob DeBron was the driving force behind the Rangers record because he was great in the clubhouse. I'll just throw that out. And the second thing is, Howie, do you remember that Don Sutton thought Steve Garvey was a phony? Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, they had a big fight in the clubhouse, I think. Yes. There was some, something or other. And yeah. didn't Garvey yeah. have uh, ish? That's why he's not in the Hall of Fame, because he had something with a minor? That too. I don't know. I with know, a minor, well, that won't keep him out of that, office yeah, these Lord days. Marriage was wife, who then became a, a prerequisite nowadays. Um, but uh, well, if he runs, it'll all come out. He's <laughs> seventy. He's seventy-four years old, mind you. Howie, Howie, his wife said. I married him because I had to get him off the streets because of his uh, uh, excess activity, if you know what I mean. I <laughs> Women I like him. Totally, totally, again, totally opposite his image. Yes. He had a squeaky clean image, Garvey. There was a death. There was a death in baseball. Uh, if I'll mention the guy's name. You will never know. Angel Mercado. He's... He, Umpire. College, umpire. college baseball. 19, 19 years old. He died after he was struck in the face when a makeshift dugout oh, was helping this. to dismantle collapsed oh, yeah, on yeah, yeah, yeah. him. No, oh, yeah. my Middle God. infielder. Oh. He just finished his freshman year at Division II Central Penn College. 
the coach of Mercado, the cut, the coach of Mercado, had built a makeshift dugout out of wood, but the city officials said take it down. Mercado and a few other teammates were dismantling when it collapsed and struck him in the face. Traumatic oh, head injury, taken to the hospital and died. Oh. It was simply called an accident. Sorry, buddy. What a freak accident, huh? Gradually. Yeah, yeah. Okay, let's move. I got a few questions. Fred, your hand is like semi. You want to say something? No, you're also muted. Muted. <laughs> so last week we were talking football wise and Jimmy Garoppolo situation that he, uh, we don't know if he's going to play. I don't know if any news developed during the week. Howie, Roger, uh, Tom Brady says he's not playing. No. That's one thought. He's not playing. So Brian Hoyer is your starting quarterback. I smell trade somewhere down the line there. Roger. I, I saw just a blurb today. It said uh, Garoppolo should be ready for training I camp. Should be ready. <laughs> <laughs> it just should be now. Oh, he's clear to play. <laughs> I, I didn't say that. He wasn't even clear I to play. <laughs> I don't care what they say. I'm playing. Well, Sam, the Forty has got some extra quarterbacks, right? Howie, you could send us a few, maybe. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we'll trade you Lance for uh, <laughs> horses. I think they'll work. I think they'll work things things out. Lance for Lance for uh, Devonte Adams. Right. Yeah. Right. Rooting for Darno though. Yeah. I want to. I want to see him win. The Bears considered building an enclosed stadium, an entertainment complex, in Arlington Heights, Illinois. I don't know where that is. Uh, the survey is say the land is too expensive. <laughs> and now that site is out. So now they have to find a different site to build a stadium for where they play oh, Soldier Field. Yeah. yeah. And Mark, where was groundbreaking yesterday? Where was groundbreaking yesterday, Michael? In Buffalo. Oh, they the built down for their stadium? Oh, the new stadium. Yeah. Mm. yeah. What a surprise, huh? Yeah. Local <laughs> wins and. <laughs> Uh, a death in football. Uh, Bill McGovern, 60 years old from Kansas. He was a UCLA defensive coordinator. His illness kept him away half the year last year. He works with Chip Kelly. Chip Kelly is the uh, the coach at UCLA. UCLA. UCLA he worked, he, Jim McGovern, uh, Bill McGovern, he worked with uh, Kelly at Philadelphia with the Eagles. He also has previously worked in Boston College as a defensive coordinator, quite coordinator. And besides the Eagles, he was a giant coach too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And of course, the Bears. Everyone was a Bear fan. Uh, Norma Hunt, second wife of the late Lamar Hunt, oh, yeah, Kansas sure. City founder, AFL founder. And the, o- and the only woman to attend every Super Bowl, how do they know that, died at the age of 85. Okay. Norma Hunt. No comments on that. Uh, have any of you guys comment, Roger, or are you just shaking your hand? No, no. I, I, I don't know if I missed it earlier. Howie, did you mention about the, the Oakland A's? The first vote in uh, Las Vegas got turned down? Yeah. Yeah. Uh... Mm-hmm. Big surprise. <laughs> I, think, I think it's because what they, the the A's want uh, two hundred ninety five million or some, or something like that, and the the uh, <laughs> legislature said uh-uh, they, they always a bad. Yeah, 
Uh, so uh, it's a wait and see game. You know, I mean, they can always just leave Vegas and go to a great place like Salt Lake City. <laughs> a football team there. So, uh, um, any of you guys watched um, the French Open? French, tennis, French Open. Milton, you've been watching the French Open? No, I really haven't, Mark. I haven't been watching it. <clears throat> but um, I don't know. We usually go to the U.S. Open, but the last year or two, we did not. Okay, you know. So I guess it's Djokovic's uh, tournament to uh, to lose, no? Oh. Uh, don't count Alcaraz out yet, Mark. Yeah. Alcaraz, yeah. Will they, be, will they be meeting in? Will they be meeting in the finals if it goes that far? Semifinals. Semis in the same bracket. Sam, they're in the same. They're in the semis. They're in the same. Bracket, oh, what a shame! What a shame! Would have been great for them to be in the finals. God, they messed that up. And did you hear today for golf? Live golf and PGA. They merge. Merging. Is that good or bad? Money. It's all about the money and it's not. All about the money. What about the atrocities going on in Saudi Arabia? They sold out the PGA. It's all about the money, Mark. That's all. Wow. When I heard about that, I wonder how they're talking about how the how the uh, the live players who left the PGA. And now they come back and play a regular tournament. How they're going to be treated? Mm-hmm. Will they be treated like buddies? Will they be cursing each other? I don't know. Traitors. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> and soccer. Oh, Michael. Before I get to soccer, what do you have? Yeah, I just want to say uh, I was going to uh, do this later, but I, since you man- mentioned Saudi Arabia, uh, <laughs> who knows why somebody by the name of Kareem Benzema. Should be the lead story in on the mark sports talk, but it's not lead story. And I was going to say maybe Fred should know this. No, I don't. You know, All right, Roger. I don't. Roger, he's, he's going to sign with the Saudi Arabian soccer club, right? Yeah, uh, there you go. Right, Kareem Benzema just signed a three-year, six hundred and forty-three million dollar <laughs> contract to play soccer for a Saudi Arabian soccer team. I think it's going to be on Messi's team. I, I skipped the soccer stories in the post. Yeah, <laughs> right. That's incredible. I have a soccer story. Police in El Salvador Uh-oh. arrested the president of the soccer club called Alianza, as well as other soccer officials. Three weeks ago, there was a stampede that left 12 <laughs> fans dead. It seems the fans were enraged. This is like back in the last week in May when they weren't allowed to enter the stadium despite having bought tickets. Mm-hmm. They pushed to get in, knocked over an entrance gate. People got crushed, suffocated under the pressure of the gate. It seems the organizers sold more tickets than seats. <laughs> the game was in the first half when the players on the field, the game was going on, noticed unconscious fans being carried out and some performing CPR while the game was going on. <laughs> Besides the president and other officials were arrested, I'll hit there's a penalty. Alianza uh, would have to play for the rest of the for one year, no fans. 
and they will find third only thirty thousand dollars. Oh, crazy! Slapping the wrist. Not even. <laughs> it's a crazy country. Saturday is the Belmont Stakes. I don't know the horses, but I know that Forte is going to be there. Forte is the horse that was favorite in the Kentucky Derby and was scratched early oh. that day. And uh, there's a whole thing going on. They they closed down Churchill Downs. Yeah, a lot of horses. Yeah. Because horses they want to see what's going on. Twelve horses died recently. Yes. Uh, no, no one cause, no pattern. They don't know what the heck's going on there. So they move the the. They have a meet, a certain number of uh, dates in Kentucky. They moved them to a different uh, track in Kentucky, Henderson, Kentucky, wherever that shall be. Any bowling news, Danny? Yeah, there's a interesting thing going on. Uh, it's coming up with. Uh, Harold Lane's uh It's a local lane uh, around us, guys. Guys. Right. It's across the street from our synagogue. Basically, the new ownership has reportedly announced that in August they're gonna change the machines to a new thing that's called um uh string pin setters. Uh I looked at it online and basically uh most of the leagues are not gonna go with it. The new owners really don't uh, want to promote leagues. They want more party atmosphere. Mm. Uh, this type of uh, development really um, uh, destroys the game, in my opinion, a lot of other people. What string pin bowling setters is, in essence, as opposed to having the mechanical situation that we have now, the Brunswick Corporation has developed that on the top of the pins, they put a string. Okay, now you can change the tension on the strings. So you, you throw the ball, you hit the pins, and whatever it's left, because of the pins are hanging on a string, you could easily make a seven ten split. Oh, swing around to the other side. Uh, I was watching videos of it at a demonstration, it really sucks. The issue is that um, it is so new. Some bowling centers have it already, apparently, because financially is much less maintenance and costs associated with it. But the truth is that you can you you can uh, uh, um, you can change the tension on the strings that are holding the pins. So if the house does that, it will change what what the uh, uh, scores are going to be and how yeah. the pins are going to fall. But it is not sanctioned by the United States Bowling Congress. So based with that, on that alone, I'm not going to bowl in the league or a house that has that. They're supposed to do it in, a, in, in August, and that will be the end of my uh, stint at Harold uh, Lane's where I'm going to move back over to Garden City Bowl. Or, or join uh, or join live. <laughs> or join live, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's, you want to comment? It's an interesting concept from a financial, mechanical, and uh, development point of view, but uh, it's it's a terrible idea. Milton. Danny, I got a question for you. Since you're a good bowler, were you good at ski ball? I used I to mean, play ski ball at Playland. Yeah. <laughs> I was a kid, yeah, yeah. Probably a ringer. 
Yeah. Yeah. I got out into the rings. Yeah. I got a lot of tickets uh, yeah. uh, from Ski Ball and a lot of prizes. Yeah. You still have them? Cash them in. No, I, no. Cash them in. Cash them in. Far Rockaway. Far Rockaway. Thank you, Danny. Before we do get to trivia, I have one more death. The marathon racer death. Uh, Rick Hoyt, 61 years old, famous for racing the Boston Marathon in a wheelchair with his dad pushing him. That's wow. what he's famous for. For over 40 years, oh, dad pushed the son. Uh, the father's Maybe. name was, was Dick. Father Dick died in 2021. There's a statue at the start line at the Boston Marathon of Rick and Dick. Mm. Rick's the one who died recently. Rick had died uh, in 2021. Rick has cerebral palsy that left him a quadriplegic. Oh, uh, quadriplegic. So, mm. It's famous. The father pushed the kid for 40 wow. years in the marathon. Mm. Interesting. Okay. Why don't we do some trivia questions? Because that's what the time says. Trivia. So why don't we see how well we do today, and we'll start with Fred. Hey, in game one of the NBA Finals, uh, Jokic and uh, Jamal Murray both had at least 25 points and 10 rebounds, becoming the second set of teammates to have those numbers in the NBA Finals. Who was the first? Who? Magic and Kareem? You got Magic right, but not Kareem. James Worthy. Correct. Very good. Wow. 1987. Very good. Um, All right, so. Michael. All right, here's one for uh, New York Post readers. All right, the Lakers and the Nuggets were in a championship series. <laughs> was in an ABA final against mm. the Nets. Yep. Okay. Who were the announcers for both teams? I I, I know it, but I won't answer it unless nobody All else. Right. I know you know. Yeah, so I'm <laughs> not going to say. Can I give you a hint? The announcers for who? And I'll give you a hint that should give most sports fans the knowledge to answer. The hint is they were brothers. Right. Uh, the Alberts. The Alberts. Right. Al and Steve. They have very famous last names. Al and Steve. Right. Al and Steve. Alan was for the Nuggets and Steve were for the Nets. Okay. No ABA. <laughs> yep. We've got a question. Look at you guys. Wow, it's a little weak today. Uh, name the cities that have all four major sports. Philadelphia. Philadelphia is one. Los Angeles. City. Los Angeles. Los Angeles is two. Chicago. Chicago no. is three. New York. New York. New York is not in there. Because oh. they're, they don't have the technicality. We yeah. don't have the football team. Oh, technically right. There are a few more. Boston. Uh, no, Boston, Boston isn't either. Detroit, someone said. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because the Patriots don't play in Boston. Right. right. Atlanta? Atlanta? Not on the list. Not on the list? Miami. Miami. Oh. And and Minneapolis wouldn't be, shouldn't be on the list either. Why? Because it's Minneapolis, St. Paul. Oh, right, right. If you count St. Paul, if you one city, then yeah. 
Yeah, they're going to get a, like, like hot dogs and... Uh, but it's two separate cities, though. It's, two, yeah. two separate, it's, called the it's not on the list. It's not on the list. Two separate cities. Oh, like New Jersey. It's as close to New, Jer- New Jersey and New York should be on the list. Cool, cool. A few more. How about Dallas? Dallas? No Dallas. No Dallas. No Phoenix. Because Dallas, they play in Arlington or whatever. Rangers play in Arlington, not in Dallas. Well, I have... Washington D.C. Oh, Washington, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I have Denver. Oh. Denver, yeah. Denver, hockey right. team. Who else? Avalanche. We're done. Yeah. Yeah. Avalanche. Who else has a question? I move Rockies. Back. Yeah. <clears throat> no questions. Oh, Stuart. By the way, Stuart is leaving for France. France tomorrow. Tomorrow. Wow. Tomorrow. Yeah. Have a great trip. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you very much. Appreciate yeah, right. The question is, who who's the all-time leader for wins as a major league pitcher? All-time. Cy Young? Cy Young. Yes. And how about Five, the current leader? The current leader uh, with the most wins who's still active today. Berlanda? Yes. Right, well, you got them both. Got them both. Cy Young, Young, we know. Verlander was a good guess. Yeah. yeah. 246 wins, Verlander. So wow. young, five eleven. Not gonna, not gonna get uh, three. No, three hundred. Even no, you don't know. You never know. Not, uh, that's your Bartolo Colon. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how about out of retirement? Nobody got a quote. Okay. How about this one? Name the top ten players with the most touchdowns received from Aaron Rodgers. Devontae Adams is number one at seventy six. Who else on the list? Randall, Randall Cobb. Cobb. Randall Cobb is number three with fifty. Hmm. Oh, what was the guy? That, the guy he was his favorite receiver in Kansas, a white guy. What was his name? Uh, oh, oh, his favorite. It was his favorite receiver of all time. Jordy Nelson with seventy. That's what I'm thinking. That's of, the yeah. guy. Yep. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Anyone of. other names of players? I'll see it on the list. No. Alan Lazard, no. Alan Lazard is number is tied with Robert Tanyan. Oh, eighteen only. R- Robert who? T o n y a n Tanyan. Tanyan. Um, okay, that's eighteen. Okay. Anybody else? All right. So uh, James Jones, forty-five. Oh, uh, Greg Jennings, forty-two. Donald Driver, I'm surprised no one said that. Only oh, yeah. 23 times. Jeremiah Finley, I never heard of this guy. 19. And of course, the great Richard Rogers at 15. <laughs> All righty. Who else has a question? Wow, you guys are weak. Now, here's a question that I don't know the answer. This is something maybe. Uh, Gerald, you may look up if someone doesn't know the answer. The only football player to win a Heisman, a national champion, an NFL Rookie of the Year, a league MVP, an Offensive Player of the Year, a Super Bowl MVP. So that should narrow it down there. Won a Super Bowl and is in the Hall of Fame. I'm going to guess Marcus Allen. Hmm. I'm writing him down, but I don't know. The Gail answer. Sayers. OJ, but no. No, Ga- no Gail Sayers. Never won a, he never won a Super Bowl. No. He never won a Super Bowl. Yeah, 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 come on. Come on. 
MVP award and the NFL MVP award. Marcus Allen. Roger Stalback. How did you, how did you get all that stuff? You wrote all that down, I said? I wrote down part of it and I got the following. Only Marcus Allen has won a Heisman Trophy, a National College Football title, a Super Bowl, a Super Bowl MVP, and the NFL MVP award, though not in the same season as the Super Bowl. And in, and in, in the Hall of Fame. Very good. Yeah. So Marcus Allen would be the right answer. Very good. Pretty good. Anybody else? How about this one? What's the largest outdoor stadium in the United States? Los Angeles Coliseum. Coliseum. No, Michigan. Rose Bowl. Michigan is correct. Yeah. The big house. The big house. I got to go to a game there one day. Mm -hmm. (laughs) How about all the players that in NFL who won both a Heisman and an MVP? There are one, two, three, six of them. Marcus Allen. Marcus Allen is one. I got five more. Starbuck? No. MVP, Heisman and an MVP. MVP for the season or Super Bowl? Season, I guess, right? Season, season. League. 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 Bo Jackson. Who? No. Bo Jackson. No. Yeah. I cheated. I have a list of <laughs> Barry Sanders. Barry yes. Sanders. Barry. Two. There are four more. Earl Campbell. Are you reading the answers from there? He's yes, reading the answers. Alphabetical. Earl oh, Campbell. <laughs> what hey, a genius. Lamar Jackson. Oh, oh boy. And you forget yeah. Mr. O.J. Simpson. Uh, the juice. Maybe a bunch. Will they take No, I don't know. All right, guys. It seems that you're a little dry today, so we're going to call it a day. Get oh, it uh, this, oh, we want to do our song. We want to do our song. Do the song. We're going to do the song. 1967, it was released. Became a hit in 68. One of two big songs. Here we go. You, you should yeah, know, you know it. I know it. I know it. Put it down. It's a I know song. it. Yeah. Oh, oh, no, the name of the song, but I don't know who did it. They have two big heads. Apple, peaches, pumpkin pie. I was there right ahead. I was there right ahead. No. Give it away. <laughs> who sang that? We didn't Jay listen the to the same music. Jay and the Techniques. Jay and the Techniques. Wow. Jay and the Americans, but Jay right, and right, the Techniques. Right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to make them harder. I may have to go to the way. <laughs> oh, the ones man. before 1963 are, I don't know. I'm going yeah, go go to have to go back to the 50s. I will. Yeah, then That's I won't know. We're gonna do. all yeah, men on the screen temple. here. <laughs> all right. All right, we'll thank you, Milton, and and uh, Stuart. Have a great trip. Thank you, you too, Mark. Come back. You too, Mark. Have a good trip. Harrison, thanks a lot. Good to see you guys. Five years ago. If the plane crashes, Rogers in charge. Mark, have a great trip, Mark. Guys, I'll see you in the rebound. You too. Enjoy your trip. Hey, Mark. Enjoy the bar mitzvah. Bar mitzvah. I'll talk to you guys. Thank you, guys. Enjoy your trip. See you, guys. Bye.
Good night. Good night. Good night. Stay safe. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.